Hello and welcome to a very, very exciting episode of Weekly MTG, the only show that comes to you from inside the building in Renton, Washington at the headquarters of Wizards of the Coast. Today we are talking Streets of New Capenna. This is what we call our pre-beat. What is a pre-beat, you might ask? We don't use that term often, but we've been doing these for a little bit now. So uh, preview season, which will come later and we'll talk about a bit, uh, that's for you. That's for the players to give you all kinds of cool cards and, and fun, fun things to play with. Pre-beats are aimed a little more at uh, distributors and stores who do their ordering a bit earlier in the process, so we give just enough information so that they know what they're getting into. Uh, but as a bonus, we get to give you a sneak peek at a bunch of cool stuff. So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to talk about Streets of New Capenna, which is coming to us next month. You can see all the stuff down at the bottom. We're going to talk about the world. We're going to talk about the products that are going to be part of this lineup. And then we are going to do some card previews. So stick around for those. Uh, let's start off talking about New Capenna. This is a new world that we have never visited before or talked about, although there may be some familiar threads that you'll pick up as we get to New Capenna. So we're going to show some art to get a feel for the world. New Capenna is a world filled with intrigue, mystery, and the types of families who put the organized in crime. On the streets of New Capenna, family means business. But there's more going on here than glamorous parties, protection rackets, and suspiciously beautiful dangers. You're going to learn more about the world um, beneath the glitz and glamour starting May 28th when we start releasing the first Streets of New Capenna story drops. We'll talk about more about that later as well. Until then, let's just, let's just appreciate this and get a first look at this new and beautiful world. We are going to be talking about some of the cards associated with these gorgeous pieces of art. In just a moment, just take a moment to appreciate. Now, yes, you might see a symbol there, uh, right smack dab in the middle of that art. We're going to talk about that as well. Keep an eye out for those. There's another one that you might see up in the hanger part of the garden, hanging part of the garden. You'll spot another one in the back of that hall. New Capenna is a factionalized set, so you can, again, down that lower right-hand corner, if you're eagle-eyed and paying attention, you'll see another little symbol. We'll talk about what those mean in a moment. New Capenna, Streets of New Capenna is going to be your opportunity to choose your family and go about setting the world in your vision. All right. So let's, before we get to talking about the families, let's look at the logo. Again, some of this is just cleaning up stuff stores and distributors need. Streets of New Capenna logo, very pretty. Uh, next up, the set symbol. So this is what it'll look like across the rarities. Angel wings on brass knuckles. Perfect descriptor for the set. And then let's look at those symbols that we were picking up in the art. So there are five families that rule New Capenna. The Obscura, the Maestros, the Riveters, Riveteers, the Cavaretti, 
and the brokers. So um, I'm going to tell you a bit about each of these families. We're going to hang here on this slide for a bit so that you can get a sense of which family you might belong to. Let's start with the Obscura. So the Obscura generally align with white, blue, and black mana. Uh, they are gifted magicians. The Obscura are talented wizards and mystics who use their power to deceive and blackmail. Using distractions, illusions, and hidden mechanisms, they orchestrate scenarios and manipulate outcomes to their benefit. They endeavor to maintain a facade of normalcy in their everyday lives, which allows them to run their schemes without disruption. Next up are the Maestros, the elite assassins of New Capenna. They associate with blue, black, and red mana. The Maestros are old money vampires who love the finer things in life and are willing to kill to get them. They maintain a public front as an upstanding organization of art aficionados with a goal of preserving the art and culture of Old Capenna. Beneath this polished veneer, they are a shadowy organization of elite assassins focused on maintaining power, influence, and wealth. Next up, we have the Riveteers in the middle there. They are the destruction workers. They associate with black, red, and green mana. The Riveteers are tough-as-nails artisans who can break buildings as easily as kneecaps. They're a rowdy, brute-force crime faction whose skills in industry and construction also make them pros at demolition and intimidation. As skilled artisans, they've transformed the lower levels of the city into a lair worthy of their draconic leader. The Cabaretti are party monsters. They are red, green, and white. They are a fun-loving cult of druids who throw the hottest parties in town. They are the glitterati of the city, and everyone wants to be invited to their feasts and dance halls. They use ancient magic to sway the opinion of the masses and keep the halo flowing. The party never ends if you keep paying, but the moment you stop, you might find it hard to leave. Finally, we have the Brokers. They are the, uh, you can't have a crime world without lawyers. They are the demonic lawyers, uh, and they associate with green, white, and blue mana. The Brokers are a demonic law firm that secretly believes a doomsday prophecy that when the halo dries up, New Capenna will fail. They maintain public law offices where they handle mundane legal uh, matters like property disputes and physical grievances, but their aggressive solicitors have a dubious reputation for being everywhere and showing up at every crisis in the city. Those are the five families. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about more of them when we get to the debut coming up. Um, and let's actually head to the product shot. So once you pick your family, you're going to have a number of ways to express it. So the, the first way that you're going to have an opportunity to do that is, if you see in the lower right-hand corner, there are five different pre-release packs, and they're each themed after a family. So when you show up to a tabletop pre-release at your local game store. You'll be able to choose which family you want to represent, so start thinking about that now. You may already have a sense. Uh, pick your family and defend their turf at the pre-release. Uh, we will also have five commander decks, again, one for every family. 
those commander decks are going to have a little something extra this time around. So the commander decks will each come with what we're calling a collector booster sample pack. So each pack will come with uh, first a foil common or uncommon. And then the second slot is a rare or mythic with a booster fun treatment. And it can be either foil or non-foil. Uh, and all those cards will be from like a subset of cards. So it's not the complete collector booster experience, but you know, it's a, it's a little bit of collector booster. It's just, it's just a taste of collector booster. But that's a fun little addition to those commander decks. Uh, additionally, note that there is, you can't see it in here, but there is a box topper for this set. We'll talk more about what that box topper is when we get to the debut. Um, but if you purchase a set booster box, draft booster box, etc., there is a box topper. Um, additionally, you can't see it here, but um, just to let you know, in Japan, there is a new product that is a 10-card set booster that is specific to the Japanese market. It's not going to be anywhere else right now, um, but it is going to be out there and available set boosters with 10 cards in them. Next up, let's take a look at some key dates that are coming up. Lots of key dates, lots of stuff going on with this. So today is March 3rd. It is the pre-beat. Uh, you can see we're a little bit ahead of all this stuff, but coming up on March 28th, that's when we're going to start the Streets of New Capenna Story, which is going to run March 28th through April 5th. Uh, we are skipping a couple days in there. We won't have a story on the 31st or April 1st for reasons we will talk about separately that have nothing to do with SNC. Um, but we're running five stories. Each one will be themed after a family and will tell the story of Streets of New Capenna. Uh, just like Neo, we heard a lot of good feedback with doing the story ahead of revealing all the cards. So you're going to know exactly what happens in the Streets of New Capenna story uh, by April 5th. Uh, we are also going to have a Streets of New Capenna story video that's going to look at the world building and the lore um, behind the world of New Capenna. That's going to happen March 31st. And then April 7th is the date to circle on your calendar. That is the day we debut the set and begin previews in full. Uh, again, you're gonna see some previews today. Uh, you might see a couple more previews during that story cycle. Um, but really, when people think about the start of previews, April 7th is the date that you want to pay attention to. Uh, the card image gallery, meaning the uh, full, complete set, will be out by April 15th. And then the five commander decks will be previewed over April 18th and 19th with everything being fully available in the card image gallery on April 20th. And then the in-store pre-release events and sales begin April 22nd. So this is a reminder, if you didn't catch the announcement the other week, Streets of New Capenna is trying something slightly different. And our tabletop pre-release will happen before our digital releases, which will happen the following week on April 28th when Magic Gathering Arena and Magic Gathering Online will release Streets of New Capenna April 28th. Uh, we will also do our launch trailer on the, the 28th. April 29th is then, of course, the global release where it's available everywhere that you can purchase Magic. Uh, also happening that weekend is the Commander Launch Party. We're going to talk a little bit more about that at the end. There's some promos associated with that. May 7th through 15th is game day, and July 9th through 17th, the store 
Championships. All right, that is what is coming up on for New Capenna. But I know a lot of you are here because we promised you cards and we are going to deliver. So um, we're going to start off uh, with some of the cards where you saw the art. So we wanted to set the scene and the mood for New Capenna. So of course we started off with some basic land art. And so let's show some of those cards now. There is, uh, so there are regular um, basic lands in this set that have the text box, but there are also full art basic lands like these that show off World of New Capenna. Plains, the islands. The art is fantastic on each of those, and you really get a sense of the, the mood and the world of New Capenna. I love that mountain on the right. I mean, I love both these mountains, but that one on the right, my right, particularly speaks to me. And then next up, we've seen a lot of people guess this to the surprise of to the surprise of not very many, but to the excitement of very, very many people, the Tri-Lands are coming for the colors and factions of Streets of New Capenna. So they are going to come in three different treatments. This is Jetmere's Garden. We saw some of the art for this up front. Adds three colors, has three land types. They're going to have a borderless treatment, as well as this skyscraper treatment. Each faction is going to have a set of these, so let's look at them all. Again, Jetmere's Garden, here's all three versions together. Red, green, and white. Then the Plains Island Swamp is Raffine's Tower. Again, three different versions. All with basic land types. Then we've got Sparta's Headquarters. Green, white, and blue for the brokers. Then next up, Xander's Lounge for the maestros. And then Ziatora's Proving Ground. So we will, uh, as we get to previews, talk about how and where you can get all of these different treatments. Uh, but it's going to be similar to sets in the past. Um, for those talking about the names of these, they may have something to do with the people leading these families. Um, very powerful lands, tri-lands returning to standard, really great lands in other formats as well. But we are not done. That was kind of the meat of the previews, but we have a little bit more. So as with any three-color set, we do hit a lot of cycles, and there are a lot of favorite, uh, favorite types of cards that we've done in previous three-color sets. So we're going to give a sneak peek at one of those today. It's an Ascendancy. So take a look at Broker's Ascendancy. For green, white, and a blue, you get an enchantment that says at the beginning of your end step, Put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each planeswalker you control. Uh, and the Ascendancies are going to come in two different versions. 
So there's a regular and a golden age. So for anyone who remembers like Jeskai Ascendancy um, or any of the other Ascendancies from Khans of Tarkir, uh, these are going to feel right at home. Very powerful enchantments, super cool. Um, look for us to flesh out the remainder of this cycle. And you know what? There'll be some other cycles too, which again, we'll talk about as we get closer to previews. Uh, next up, we have a couple of promos. So I said we'd talk about the Commander launch parties. So Commander launch parties, which are happening the same, at, the same weekend as release weekend, um, there are going to be two promos available uh, for parts of the world. So Swiftfoot, Swiftfoot Boots uh, will be available for anyone who participates in a, in a Commander launch party April 29th through May 1st at participating stores. The Mindstone one is uh, intended, it's only North America, but it is for Commander launch party participants who bring a friend. So it's a good place to bring new players who are interested in magic to check out the new decks from Streets of New Capenna and, uh, you know, pick up a Mindstone for, for bringing a friend. And then finally, we have one more set of preview cards. Uh, it's 10 images, 9 cards. A while back, we told you that the Stranger Things Secret Layer cards uh, would show up on the list in Streets of New Capenna. And I pulled some strings. I made people scramble today. They rushed around a lot. I'm not making that up. Um, and we put together the cards that are magic versions of what were the Stranger Things cards. And all of these are themed after Innistrad. So let's take a look at these. So Arvanox, the Mind Flail, is a black legendary enchantment creature horror for four and three black. It's a nine nine. It isn't a creature unless you control three or more permanents you don't own at the beginning of your end step. Exile the bottom card of each opponent's library face down. For as long as those cards remain exiled, you may look at them, you may cast permanent spells from among them, and you may spend mana as though it weren't mana of, as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells. Bjorna. Nightfall Alchemist. So again, these are, you can look in the background, you can see the Innistrad uh, building type. These are meant to evoke the world of Innistrad. So this one's blue and red. It's a 1-3 for a legendary creature human. You can sacrifice an artifact. Bjorna, Nightfall Alchemist, deals one damage to target creature. Goad that creature. Um, and it has the Friends Forever mechanic. Now you'll notice down at the bottom um, so the secret layer cards each have a number. So on the bottom of these, you'll see the, um, down where the collector number is, you'll see equals SLD 344. That is um, an indicator that it is the same card for tournament purposes and for deck construction purposes as SLD 344. Next up... Uh, my favorite, Cecily, Haunted Mage. For one and blue, black, and red, you get a legendary human wizard. It's a 3-5, and when Cecily, Haunted Mage attacks... Oh, sorry, your maximum hand size is 11. When Cecily, Haunted Mage attacks, you draw a card, you lose a life. Then, if you have 11 or more cards in your hand, you may cast an instant or sorcery spell from your hand without paying its mana cost. Elmar, Ulvenwald 
Informant. One red and a green for a legendary creature human. 3-2, haste. Whenever you cast your second spell each turn, untap target creature, then investigate. Also has friends forever. Um, I will note, we said this earlier, but all of these cards are going to show up in approximately one in every eight set boosters. So one in every four set boosters will contain a card from the list, which these are on. And then approximately half of those slots are dedicated to these cards. Um, it is worth noting that the remainder of the list was made a little bit smaller to uh, compensate for that, so that it's not making the, the other half of the list ex uh, exceedingly rare. Next up, oh, I'm going to pr pronounce this terribly, Hargilde, Kindly Rune Chanter. For two, a white and a blue, you get a legendary creature, Human. Tap to add two colorless mana. Spend this mana only to cast artifact spells or activate abilities of artifacts. Also has friends forever. Then Ulthelm, Sigardian Outcast. One, a green and a white. Also a legendary creature human. Two, and tap. Choose target creature card in your graveyard that was put there from the battlefield this turn. Return it to the battlefield. Tap. Friends forever. Also a 2-2. Two -two. Next up. Sophia, Spear Sage Deserter, two, a red and a white, legendary creature, human soldier, with menace, 4-4. Four, four. Whenever Sophia, Spear Sage Deserter, attacks, investigate once for each non-token attacking creature. Also has friends forever. And then Varanog, Rioter's Chaplain, white and a black for a legendary creature, human, 1-2, with friends forever. When Vernog, Rider's Chaplain, enters or leaves the battlefield, each opponent may investigate. Each opponent who doesn't loses one life. You investigate X times, where X is 1 plus the number of opponents who have investigated this way. And then... Finally, Havengul Laboratory. It's a legendary land that can add a colorless mana or can tap with four other mana to investigate. At the beginning of your end step, if you sacrifice three or more clues this turn, transform Havengul Laboratory. When this land transform into Havengul Mystery, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. When the creature put into the battlefield with Havengul Mystery leaves the battlefield, transform Havengul Mystery. And then you can tap it, pay a life, and add a black mana. All right, again, to reiterate, uh, these cards are going to appear in approximately one out of every eight set boosters in Streets of Nukapenna. Um, one out of every four set boosters, again, approximately, will have a card from the list, um, and these are going to take up half those slots. And then, like I said, the list itself, outside the, the new cards, was shrunk a little bit to compensate for half the cards being from this set of nine cards. Okay, we did it. We got through so many things. So, um, for everyone who came for new information, that's everything I have. If you want to read through everything and make sure that you've tracked everything down and, and ca caught all the dates and the cards, head to dailymtg.com. That article, uh, if it's not up now, it'll be up around 3 o'clock, and it will contain uh, all of the information 
almost all of the information that I said here on this stream. Uh, if you've stuck around this long and would like to hang around, I have not been following chat because I've been talking about all the things, um, but I will stick around to answer some questions about Streets of New Capenna, about other things. Um, just note that uh, the will this be in this set, I probably can't answer at this point. Uh, we are going to hit previews again April 7th is the date to keep in mind if you love story look for things starting up March 28th if you want to stick around and uh, get some questions answered I can do that as well um, chat is moving pretty fast so I will try to keep up um, bu -bu -bu -bu. and let's while we're doing this um, I know Sean made some super cool slides of the tri lands so let's put some of those up and see what we can do. All right. Um, when do Kamigawa Alchemy previews start? Uh, later in March. In fact, I would pay attention to the uh, Neo Kamigawa Championship, March 11th through 13th. Uh, why does Japan get all the love? That's a question in response to the 10-card set boosters. Uh, the Japan uh, trading card market is um, it's different. And so things that work over there don't work other places, it's such, and, and vice versa. And so we do a lot of cool things with Japan, um, and they inspire a lot of cool stuff. And like a lot of the things that people love about Neo Kamigawa that they loved about War of the Spark um, came from ideas that came from our Japanese office uh, trying to give a little flavor. So we found that people really enjoy those sorts of things. Which is my favorite family in the set? Um, you know, I've, I've been around a long time. I, I, will, I will almost never be able to shake my ability to call things Grixis or Bant. Um, gosh, it's tough. I am, I'm a cruel ultimatum player at heart, so the maestros speak to me, um, but I, I'm gonna say the brokers? I'll say the brokers for now. Um, why is Obnixilis so hot in this set? Uh, well, you know, we did it for Soren. Uh, we figured we'd do it for Obnixilis as well. Uh, but you know what? If you think Obnixilis looks good right now in the art, just wait for the other Planeswalkers. Uh, our artists knocked it out of the park this set, and the other Planeswalkers are going to look uh, pretty fantastic in the world of Nukabena. Um, will there be demons in all colors? Yes, so each of the five families is ruled by a demon. So the head of each crime family is a demon. Let's see. I'm trying to answer questions that I actually can answer. Why print non-full art lands alongside regular basics? Different people like different types of lands. Um, it doesn't... Uh, I know a lot of people love full art lands. I tend to as well. Uh, but some people like other versions of them, and some people just like having options. Um, why is Liliana right behind me? Uh, that's just what we've got up in the room. We've got posters all around this place, different planeswalkers. Uh, 
Um, will the Stranger Thing cards come in foil? So they do not. So the list is not foiled. Which family does Obnixilis belong to? You will have to wait and see what Obnixilis is doing on New Capenna and uh, where he fits into the story. How many Planeswalkers in the set? Some number. I'm not giving that away. Um... Let's see, what can I answer? Why exactly are the lawyers banned? Um, so I'll, I guess I can speak to that a little bit. I'm not on the world design team, um, but if you um, are familiar with Ravnica, the Azorius uh, Senate are the ones who sort of are in charge of the law. That's very white-blue. Um, as to why adding green uh, creates lawyer, lawyerly tendencies, uh, I would tune in on the 31st of this month when we do the world building uh, video and maybe you'll get your answers then. Am I going to see the Batman this weekend? I am not. Um, is this Davriel's home plane? You know what, I will answer that and say no. Um, are there any angels in the set? Uh, I'm not going to say necessarily what is and is not in the set, but I will note that the set logo has angel wings on it. Those are, in fact, angel wings. Take from it what you will. Um, is the whole plane a city, or are there outskirts we will see? That is a wonderful question, and one that will get answered when we get to the story. There's, there's a bit to it there. Um, are new creature types introduced in this set? You know, I honestly don't know the answer to that. Honestly do not. <laughs> are there any invaders on the plane? Well, we know Obnixilis is there, and he's not from New Capenna, so yes. Uh, let's see. Um... What is Old Capenna? Great question for the panel on the 31st. Uh, I'm going to keep saying that. going to keep saying that. Let's see. What can I answer? Is Elspeth from New Capenna? Maybe. You'll have to wait and see. I gave you the Davriel answer for free because... Um, arena economy stream, I hear you, I don't have a date for it yet, um, still a lot of internal discussions going on about, um, stuff, but I, I don't have an answer for that right now. How many creatures in this set could you beat in a fight? I've literally never been in a fight in my life, so I'm gonna say, like, none. Probably none. Um, are the leaders of the crime families pure demons, or do they have other creature types? You know what, I'll give you that one for free. They have other creature types. Lucky you. Lucky you. Um, did you have a cultural advisor for this set as you did for Kamigawa? So um, the focus on this one was less on that. However, because it was not like directly pulled from, um, uh, as directly inspired by a different culture. But... Um, 
What I will say is that we've been working pretty much continuously with the cultural advisor uh, since the start of Kamigawa planning several years ago. So um, I'll let the world building team speak exactly towards what their role, um, if any, it was on this. But um, we've basically been working continuously with cultural advisors since then. It's, it's, it's basically a part of our DNA at this point. Is Karn in the set and will he be wearing a tux? Um, are the Nuka Penna decks the C-22 Commander 22 decks? So, um, great question. So they will not have the code um, C-22, the, the three-digit code, at the, or the three, it's not a letter code. It's typically a letter code, but yeah, sometimes we do the year. Uh, this will not be C-22 in that sense. Uh, it will be uh, CNC, I think, is the three-letter code, but don't quote me on that. Uh, the name of the plane. Stay tuned. Does Nuka Penna take place after War of the Spark stuff? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, is cycling a set mechanic or is it only on the tri-lands? Stay tuned. I'm not, I'm not going to give away mechanic stuff just yet. Um... Will the commander decks be led by demons as well? Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Stibbs has jumped in. The commander three letter code is NCC. NCC. Man, these questions are getting specific. Are there any, any satyr in the set? <laughs> I got one for you. Yeah. Uh, Swift Flip Blues and Mind Sure. Uh, the question I, uh, producer Sean threw to me was Swift Boots and Mindstone, are they just for participating in Commander Launch Party? The Swift Boots are for participating. The Mindstone is for bringing a friend. <laughs> there, there's so many. I, I, I can read off these questions uh, that uh, I can't answer. Um, well, I can answer this one. Are there cards in this set? Yes. But will there be vehicles? Kith can support when? Will Infinity and... Well, actually, this one I can answer. Will Infinity and Capenna launch at a similar time? No, Infinity is later. Um, any secret layer for new Capenna? So, um, for people who have been paying attention, uh, we often do secret layer uh, drops that have some sort of association with the set. So, we did one for Neo Kamigawa. Um, for New Capenna, you can draw your own conclusions. I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. Uh, for us newer players, what is a Commander Launch Party? You know, it's, it's not even just for newer players. Uh, Commander Launch Parties are a relatively new program where um, they're exactly what they sound like. It's when the new Commander decks come out. It's just it's a gathering of people to come play Commander together. Um, they're specifically going to have those Commander decks on hand to sell to players and let them try out. Uh, so especially if you're new to Magic, that's a great place to go. Commander is a really fun, casual setting in which to either learn Magic or learn more about Magic or just go hang out with friends. And so now that um, stores are opening up, uh, it's a good time to start a Commander launch party. Uh, the history of New Capenna will launch before the collection, yes. 
Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Can you answer this question? Yes, I can. Um, the people asking about the rate of opening new full art basics on Capenna, that's a good question that I do not off the top of my head have the answer to, unfortunately. Um, I do know that the collector boosters will come with a foil, one of the ones that we showed off today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will note, it is a little easier for me to track questions that are uh, meant for me if you tag it as at magic at the front of the question. Um, and I am behind on the questions. Let's see if I can catch up. I'm just going to zoom ahead a little bit. Um, how am I? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Can I give more info on the pack that comes in Commander? Uh, yeah, so it is a two-card pack, and the first one will be a foil, common or uncommon. The second one will be either foil or non-foil. It will be a rare or a mythic, and it will be one of the booster fun treatments. So there are a few. There are even a, um, there's even booster fun treatment that we didn't talk about today um, that are a little more set-specific. That is what's, so it's a two card pack and uh, both those cards are pulled from a subset. Uh, the idea is that if you're, if you're into commander, um, commander players like to, to bling out their decks a little bit, find cool versions of cards to play. So it gives you a little sample of that. Um, what do I enjoy most about working for Wizards of the Coast? I could do an entire stream about that. Um, you know, I love Magic, and I've, I've been playing for a very long time. And it's also great to work at a place, not only that makes a thing I love, but also that the other people I work with love it. And um, everyone I work with is awesome, and I could gush on and on and on about how much I love working at Wizards of the Coast. I've been here for seven years now, and before that I did um, contract work covering uh, pro tours and, and things like that. Um, for about seven years, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of a lifer. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. I do not have any arena news today. Will any creatures have haste? Yep, you got me. There will be creatures with haste. Uh, let's see. Will there be Phyrexians on Capenna? Hmm. Are angels finally getting a refresh? Stay tuned. What can be foil etched? Stay tuned. Will there be cannoli? I don't think so. <laughs> um, let's see. Can I bench press as much as Omnixilis? These These questions are... Now people are just messing with me, but no, I cannot. Um, well, maybe, I don't know, does Obnixilis have twins? I carry twins around all the time. Um, okay. Um, I think we are probably running out of questions that I can answer. And so we are going to call this 
uh, stream here. So uh, let's reiterate a couple things before I go. So let's start with the dates for people to circle. Uh, the Streets of New Capenna story is going to start March 28th. And uh, for all the people asking lore questions, things about the world, you want to turn it, tune in March 31st, where there will be a video that will dive into the world building and the world of New Capenna. Um, April 7th, if you're just here for the cards, come back April 7th. We'll talk about mechanics, we'll talk about cards. All of those previews are going to run through April 15th. Uh, and then the five commander decks will be previewed between April 18th and 19th. Um, a reminder that your first opportunity to play Streets of New Capenna is going to be April 22nd in your local game store. And then it will come to Magic the Gathering Arena and Magic the Gathering Online April 28th. And then we'll launch globally everywhere Magic is sold on April 29th, which dovetails into Commander Launch Party with those Swiftfoot Boots and Mindstone promos. Game day will be May 7th through 15th, um, or should I say, it can be scheduled May 7th through 15th. Check with your local game store. Same with the store championship, July 9th through 17th. And then, because there's such a hit, let's go through the Tri-Lands one more time as I, I throw producer Sean as many curveballs as I can, just to jump around. So this is the main set version of all of the Tri-Lands. Jetmere's Garden, Raffine's Tower, Sparta's Headquarters, Xander's Lounge, and Zeator's Proving Ground. They will have this borderless version, and you'll see each family's crest in the middle there. And then finally, we fancy. All right. That is everything for today's show. Thank you for tuning in to Weekly MTG. Uh, we are going to be back next week with a preview of the, Neo of the Kamigawa Neon Dynasty Championship that is taking place the 11th through the 13th. We will have commentators Cedric Phillip and Manny Devoudi on the stream to talk about all things alchemy and historic for that event. In the meantime, head to Daily MTG if you want to rehash any of the details that we talked about on stream today. Otherwise, I will see you next week.